person was the paralyzed man, and now it's me. I'ma walk by faith so one day I'll see. Look, everything, I can see a little now. I just gotta stand strong, I can't let it get me down. Let it sit me down, let the devil kick me now. I got the whole armor on, so tell him to hit me now. I can't think like y'all, not by sight, I gotta think right, y'all. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Miss T. And Shanoa. And this is Slightly Unfiltered. Real talk from a Christian's perspective, where we talk about relatable issues and topics that concerns us as a people, us as women, and us as Christians. Hey, everybody. This is Shanoa. You should know her, Manly Griffin. Today on Slightly Unfiltered, we are starting a new segment, and I'm so excited about it. It's called Getting to Know Her with Shanoa. And every first Friday of the month at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be interviewing women entrepreneurs that are doing their thing and giving back. And we will be starting that segment today. But before we begin that, you know we have to share our scripture of the day and give a little antidote to our listeners. So the scripture for today is, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And that is found in Ephesians 2.10. So, you know, this this scripture, you know, uh, reminds us that God's handiwork is us. And we were made to do good works. And he prepared it in advance. He prepared us in advance to do these things. And um, during these interviews, you will see God's handiwork in that and that it was already prepared in advance to do his good works. So without any further ado. So let's get right into why we are here today. Today we have a beautiful uh, beauty and lifestyle professional content creator, mother, wife, and a black woman who also has her own skincare product, an Instagram influencer. She has done it all and she is still going strong. Let's welcome Miss Vivian Winters Reed Perry. I'm so glad you are here with us today. Thank you guys. I really appreciate you. That was such a beautiful intro. Wow. Oh, Thank you. Well, you are such a beautiful person. Um, I've been, you know, looking through your things and I'm like, wow, she has so much to offer. And um, so I wanted to get you on here today and, um, and find out who is Vivian Winter. And um, so today we're going to find that out. So I've been reading about you and I found out that you were a chef, a makeup artist, an interior decorator for celebrities as well. Um, you know, I would love to know those celebrities, but I'm pretty sure you probably signed a disclosure, you know, contract. But if we can, you can, you know, talk about those things if you like. Yeah, um, I would, would love to. Sure. So basically, I started my career. Um, my name is Vivian Winter. It's my first and middle name. I started my career. Um, I'm born and bred in the South, born and raised. We moved here in 2002 when I just graduated high school. So my adulthood and like college was like here and there. But truly, I you know consider myself a born and bred Southern girl. And so the chef thing has just always been in me. I come from a long line of um, just beautiful women who can just cook, y'all, like on both sides of my family. And I don't mean beautiful <laughs> on the outside. I mean like inside, really. Like yes. 
you know, with love and like patience and just like what Mm -hmm. it takes to make something so simple, something just so delicious. So that's really Mm -hmm. kind of my love of food. My dad's a historian. So my history that I like to um, study is food history. I am really, really enthralled with where food comes from, how it ties into language and culture and how it ties into geography and really like how people eat from the land and how things that were once something that people survived off on could be something so trendy like kale or something like that where you know farmers have been eating that forever you know that's all they had was <laughs> greens and sweet potatoes that you know now right. it seems so trendy but that's all we you know that's pretty much what we ate like a lot of vegetarian diets and a lot of pork obviously because it's North Carolina but other than that right. I mean you know you, you're gonna get a lot of that because it's cheap and everyone and the, the land is so fertile and everyone grows things so it's cheaper to pull it from where you already have than to go to the store and buy it so you do eat off the land a lot and it's funny when I moved here because people were doing it in a trendy way and I was like I gotta mm-hmm. tell all my friends and family back home they're gonna be like girl you done gone on to something different you better tell them you've been eating that <laughs> you know <laughs> but they're just it's like that yeah yeah they're like girl they try to put it on a white plate and charge y'all twenty dollars for it they better come on down here and tell me you know that kind of thing so so, um so you know I grew up with that and I grew up with just a love of food and a love of people and then um professionally I just um started uh, I've always been somebody that my friends went to for beauty and for fashion and uh, my dad along with being a historian being again from the south came from a long line of um older black gentlemen who really you know took pride in the way they dress with their suit their long coat their hat their gloves their belt mm-hmm. everything is just really mm-hmm. you know super tailored and if it's not tailored it's something that is a, a color and something that's timeless that will last forever we're talking about segregation right. we're talking about times when you know you would have this local hat boutique in, in Chicago and all the black men in the country would order from this couple you know this boutique in Chicago or whatever no matter where you lived and so that that old school like bespoke again something super trendy mm. now but something mm. people have been doing um by right. hand you know by measurement that I'm super into that and really how you can take um something that would be maybe an unusual body form or something where maybe they're super tall they're super short they're uh, um they may be a lot larger a lot smaller these very uncommon body types that we don't often see when we're grabbing from the stores and the shelves really my mm-hmm. interest is making sure that they understand like what fabrics and fits are for them and really just highlighting the beauty of who they are man or woman period like because there's nothing like having ill-fitting clothes your whole life and then having someone show you uh, what actually fits you and then you're like whoa okay like this uh, the whole no- because yes. you get so discouraged <laughs> you really don't at some point you feel like is there anything for me you know what I mean for like me. at some point right like if you that's, keep that's not a, seeing that's it. a battle that I go through that's a battle I go through I'm a little hippie you know a little mm-hmm busty and everything doesn't fit appropriately Mm -hmm. like you know out of the store and I I have limited clothing because of you need that fit yeah Yeah, that's it yeah Yeah. so I really I I understand that a hundred percent and I wish that more people had that old school you know um understanding of of dress because mm-hmm. you see how they're dressing now especially up here in the north with the pants sagging down and it, it doesn't show that they even have respect for themselves it shows a lack, lack of respect and you know back in the day one of those things of showing respect was how you carried yourself mm-hmm. you know and um especially when you had because my dad is my parents now my parents are over 75 my dad is 78 my mom is 70 so you're talking about people living through segregation mm. in the south where you're always being told right. no you're always being shunned you're always being pushed to the back door you're always being beaten down like 
one thing a lot of black people could feel pride in was the way they look, you know, how they looked and what the way they put right. themselves out towards the world, no matter how the world treated them. That's just something that we've right. always been, you know, you can call it labels and, or whatever. I don't, I don't so much care about the labels. I'm more concerned with like the fit in the fabric, but it does tie together. I was reading an article that um, it was an old commercial advertisement from the twenties. And it was literally saying this, it was a cartoon, sort of like a cartoon, but or it wasn't it like a cartoon. I think it was on Netflix as a documentary and I'll get the name and I can chat it to you later. So you can tell the people once we um, uh, release this uh, recording, but it's amazing because it walks okay. you through that need of black people to feel that we have to be accepted. And the way that we mm-hmm. felt that we were accepted was to be able to dress like other people. So we could in our mind fools our fool ourselves to, to think that we were you know just like them there was no difference that's in the good. two even though we were getting treated differently so that's that goes back a long mm, way mm. that's something that's like super ingrained in our people that's like generational that's yeah. something that would you would unra- you would have to unravel generations to get to the psyche of that, that. yeah mm-hmm. exactly i mean even with um even now not necessarily the race thing but when you when you dress good you feel better you know even I remember, you know, going through a depression state and I didn't want to do anything, you know, didn't want to get dressed, didn't want to do my hair. But when some, you got to get up and do it and it'll make you feel better when you look good, you feel good. Mm-hmm. And even just that um, aspect of, you know, uh, of dress and, 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 and hair and makeup can build your self-esteem absolutely you know? yeah that even you ties know, so into the beauty for sure I was just about to say and, something about that because exactly that's that like so then so then like you know I grew up like that and then I was able to graduate high school and we moved here and I was like wait what am I gonna do like we had moved here before you know a time when we couldn't do the ACTs and the SATs and Mm-hmm. I went to a community college for a little while and I just couldn't grab my footing for a while. And I was like, God, what do I want to do with my life? Like, what am I super interested in? It's always been beauty and fashion, always been making people feel good from the inside out, always been coaching and lifting people up, always been loving on people, always, always. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to find a way to blend those things if I could and try to make a living out of it. Mm-hmm. And so I became an esthetician in 2003. And um, I've been an esthetician since then been practicing and have been keeping course keeping my license up always in my um, advanced education and still do give people facials and have a mobile spa where I come to people's homes and do facials and obviously virtual advice and things too but um right. in virtual shopping but it's just something that's just I'm super passionate about the health of skin I'm super passionate about the fact that the skin is the largest organ and everything we do to it shows up I'm mm-hmm. passionate about the fact that we can control it even though we don't think we can um it's just through finding that right product mix for us and finding that right person that knows our skin and knows how to take care of us and I don't mean our just as an African-American I mean yes that too but also you as a mm-hmm. person because all that just because she's African or he's African-American doesn't mean that he's a good esthetician and just because they're white or other doesn't mean that they're bad so I always you right. know, make sure that you're looking for uh, obviously their professional certifications and stuff but outside of that you can you can talk about different things and you can you can see how quick they are with their answers or how you can tell if someone's experiencing what they do right, right? like the knowledge, right? right like I've been at this for mm-hmm. 17 years so I, there's nothing really anyone can ask me about skin that I'd be like mm, let me get back to you on that I'm happy to okay. I'm happy to because things change okay. diseases come about all the time things that we thought were right. one thing in 2010 are now something in 2000 
720. That happens all the formulas change. I mean, the chemists are developing things every single day. So that type of stuff I've always got to get on. But generally, like health of the skin typically stays the same. It's the same type of like, this is how you take care of your skin. This is how it stays healthy. This is how you Mm -hmm. make it thrive, like that kind of thing, like a living, breathing organ. So, but you, you can tell that you can tell that there's user experience without any boastfulness, any ego behind it. It's just the way that I'm able to answer you because no offense to you, I've heard it before. Not that you're not an individual, right. not that you're not a special right. butterfly because you are, but it's, right. you know, it, it's just that situation has presented yeah, itself so many can. times, right, that I can tell you what to do, do it, right? So you can tell right. someone's right. expertise level by just talking to them, kick it with them a little bit, get them on the phone, say, hey, you know, the doctor and I just want to talk to them, the assistant in, I just have a quick question for her, whatever, and just say, you know, whatever it is, whatever you have going on, you can, you guys don't have to be an esthetician or a dermatologist to understand that they can help you, you know what I mean? Right, right. Oh, that's good information. And so is that how um, you got into making your own skincare yeah, product? Yeah, literally. That's literally <laughs> it. It was just like busting <laughs> it down in the field, dealing with people every single day, really helping people, coaching people with how to take care of their skin and helping them with their product choices and in, in um, a personal realm and also in a luxury retail realm. So I've done both for those amount right. of times. And I think both are super important. I think it's important to give people personal service and know how to work with people's individual personalities. But I also think there's something to be said about literally being able to do any and everyone that sits in your chair because you've been in these retail streets. So I think like that, I think mm-hmm. that helps me be like this sort of Swiss army knife of like literally whatever skin comes my way, whatever color comes my way, whatever situ- what body type, anything I'm ready for you because that, that, that'll mold you and not so much of just only mm-hmm. taking specific clients. Like that's great. But from a professional point of view, that doesn't give you a wide array of experience. I can, you know, I work with the most beautiful and the ones that people would cast away and they're all beautiful to me. And we've all, made a flower out of it but you know what I mean but to say that means that no matter who you are you can still come sit in my chair and I will of course love you for who you are always and lift you up but understand that I can make something of that that's that's possible that's something where people come and feel like oh I would really like to look like this or you know I'm just I see these girls with pretty skin and my skin is just never like that so you play the comparison game and I think we spoke about that a little bit earlier oh how I'm gonna edit that part out Uh. (laughs) we're just gonna leave it in there and be like look y'all real life back to it whatever you want to (laughs) do okay look everybody got a daddy you know shoot what you gonna say I know what you gonna say my kids been clogged up the sink with Uh play-doh lord jesus Uh (laughs) <laughs> uh-huh. oh my so we were talking about your um the skincare and how you're yeah, able to so I, um I, developed, I launched you know. a skincare line based on that really based on not only like seeing people have like a great amount of success with their skin or a great amount of failure with their skin, but really seeing people be able to try certain things that did make a difference in their skin. There's not a lot on the market and I hate to sound like the grim reaper, but there's not a lot on the market that actually works that actually does what it says it's going to do. And that's not because I have my own skincare line. That's just because I've sold every single brand in Sephora in Ulta in Nordstrom in Bloomies. I mean, you name it, I've sold it. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I know, you know, I know the brands like the back of my hand, you know what I mean? And, um, and so I'm here to tell you that there's less of, less of brands that work and more of certain ingredients that work. So the vitamin C in all brands, they may not contain the same amount of vitamin C, so they may not all work the same, but the brand that has a high amount Mm -hmm. of vitamin C is going to work because a high amount of vitamin C works. That does any kind of darkness on your skin, any texture issues, any clarity, clarity. When we talk about skin means when I'm looking dead in your face, how clear is your skin? Like, do I feel like I can almost dag on near see through it? Like, is it that clear? Or do I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm getting distracted when I'm trying to see the real you you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. that's kind of one of those Mm -hmm. things that vitamin c again like 
some some companies put 0.7%, some companies put 7%, and some companies put 17, right? So the one with 0.7 okay. doesn't work, the one with, with 17 does, but what we find is that those three commonalities are the vitamin C. It's not the brand name, it's not okay. what it, it's not if it's a cream, if it's a lotion, if it's a gel, it's the fact that they put vitamin C mm-hmm. in there which is effective, but now we need to figure out how much. So that type of stuff is like right. You know, that's where people get caught in that cycle because they keep buying what they see is cute or they keep buying for packaging or they keep buying because their friends Mm -hmm. use it or they keep buying because it's kind of what's on social media and what they're scrolling against and what they're, you know, the ads are showing against them and things. Um, And there are really great brands out there. There are a couple really great brands, but then there's most of the brands that aren't. So I'm, I'm really careful to like work with people within what they have. If you're already using one of those said brands and yeah, girl, if it makes you happy, keep using it. But here's a sample of something else or hey if you feel like you haven't seen a big difference in two years which is what I asked okay great you've been using it forever okay girl I hear you well you know what what differences have you seen in your skin like what did you want to accomplish and what has it mm-hmm. done and if I get the blank face then I already know we need to try something else now the conversation is about are you I'm willing thinking. to or not I'm a I'm a tell you, I'm a woman that doesn't use anything I'm so sad because of the fact that I've had such yep. bad experiences trying I get it. to do different. And so now I don't nope, trust anything. Sure and, you know, I'll just, you know, have a, I do my, the, the warm cold, you know, wash my face with the warm water mm-hmm. to open it up, do the abrasion and then the cool mm-hmm. to close it back then. That's about all I mm-hmm. do to my face. <laughs> but I feel as though I can use some help. I'm getting older, starting to get the, the mm-hmm. saggy eyes and the darkness under my eyes and I try to you know do it more from the inside out okay. of what I'm eating Absolutely. because I know yes, that ma'am. also does a bit it's yes, a it big does. thing for your yes, skin ma'am, also. It does. but I know I could use some more you know to give a glow I sometimes you know your skin yeah. can look dull I want a glow or you know something that you know has that glow and that's what I without clogging my pores because I'm a person I have a combination mm-hmm. skin yeah combination is oily in some places okay. dry in others and so yeah so um I don't want anything to clog up my pores Her. and everything and that's the hard you know that's what's so hard to find the right product I don't want nothing heavy or something so light that you don't even it didn't do anything right. you know <laughs> and I don't have the time to be doing the Doing right, the research right, of everything, right. you know. So here's the deal. So I that- would suggest to you. Um, well, first thing I would suggest to you, and this is a common African American thing, so that's why I didn't mean to cut you off. I just definitely want to talk about it because we got to talk about this. Um, mm-hmm. Vitamin C, that vitamin yeah. C, all the things you talked about, a vitamin C serum will help you with that. Now, here's the thing: it is thin and fluid-like. It is because it's a serum, so it's going to be a okay. concentration of your. Ingredient. So you can get this really light jelly kind of slip to it. It's not going to be a thick cream. It's not going to be a lotion. It's going to okay. be straight up vitamin C squeezed into a jar and, and closed. And that's it. So we're going to okay. on our face after we wash our face. Either leave that. Or if you okay. feel in the areas that you're getting dry, like you mentioned, a couple of little areas, you can tap a little cream there and just leave the serum, you know, have the serum just kind of be everywhere else where you're just dry all Mm -hmm. over or like I said you can just walk out of the house with just your face wash and the cream I mean the serum after because you might feel that that hydrates your skin enough that day but the vitamin C serum is super so I'm a perfect candidate to yeah yeah. I need I need that I'll be getting with you on the side for that later (laughs) so 
Yeah, I, and and so what I'm so amazed is how many positions that you hold and carry, and you know it it calls a lot of responsibilities. And you being a mother and a wife and doing all these things, how do you find the time to do it all? Like, I want to get down into you, the nitty gritty. How do you find the time and the energy, the drive? Where does that come from? Yeah, I think like that's so important too. Cause like, especially there's so many, I know there's so many women period. I don't want to say just women, but I know men carry a lot too, but women, we carry a lot. Like we just tend to, cause we carry the stuff they don't carry. Yes, we, do. and we carry the stuff we already have to carry. And we carry our other responsibilities Then we carry other people's responsibilities. Cause we know if we don't do it, it's not going to get done. Mm-hmm. Like all that kind of stuff we carry. So for mm-hmm. me, scheduling is the most important thing. Like I schedule, if I can, I try to schedule everything out. Um, but I all, I also, so I'm a super flexible person. So like, I'm good if things don't go my way. I'm good if, right. it, if we got to shake it up a little bit and mix it up and flip around and do something different. Like I'm good like that. So I don't, I try not to get too restricted where mm-hmm. coming off my schedule throws me off, but I also don't try to be so loosey goosey where I don't have a mm-hmm. schedule and I'm wasting my day when I could be doing so much more. So I really try to keep that balance of like keeping a schedule, yeah. keeping the diligence to keep be okay. Bill, being diligent to keep a schedule but then also being flexible enough that if yes. that schedule doesn't work out I don't I don't punish myself for it okay so right, that's one thing right. the other that's thing is awesome. be an early riser most people in this world are not they're not morning people but the truth is mm. if you can give yourself an extra hour in the day if you can give yourself an extra 10 minutes 15 minutes 30 minutes three hours a day that matters when you're the type of person that knows that you can put a load of laundry and put a cake in the oven in seven minutes three hours three hours gives you okay. everything you okay. need to do. Okay. Three hours is like, ma'am, let's get it done. Let's do some podcasts. Let's, you know, help my mom. Let's make sure we spend mm-hmm. a little bit extra time with my daughter. Let's, um, you know, ask my husband to maybe mm-hmm. take my daughter for just a little bit in the other room and I can go in this room and close the door and do some little research on my own, the computer, cause she's two and a half. And so using a computer around her is just non-existent. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, so I right. find my little time. <laughs> I, um, I'm, I haven't always been good about mm-hmm. it, but one thing my sister like especially because I'm caretaking for my mom now is to be able to just get in the car and like while while her health aides are here or else is here watching Luna or while I don't have to be the only default in that moment get in my car and just drive just drive around the neighborhood drive somewhere Mm -hmm. far drive somewhere just roll the windows down and get some time to myself because I know that in that moment Luna's good my mom's good the house is good and I can leave, you know what I'm saying? So if you're the type where you're handling a lot right. of stuff too, like making sure that you get that little squeeze, that little time in And for me, I have to leave. Cause if I'm here, my name gets called more than, more than, you know what I mean? More yeah. Than anybody. yeah. Like, I literally <laughs> have myself from it. And I, and I tried to sit on the front porch that didn't work. Cause what? Mm-hmm. They came out the door to get me. I tried to sit on the back in the backyard and yeah. what? Like they opened the back door. <laughs> like, you know? So it's like, I can't go nowhere. <laughs> like, you know, I literally have to get in my car and go. So they, yeah. they have to call me back to the house, like, which they wouldn't do because they know, you know, right, that, right, maybe right. that's what you got to do. Shoot. I mean, I, if this moment doesn't present itself perfectly and we don't have this hour of time to, to rewind and we're just not going to do it at all. But the truth is you can rewind in 10 minutes, just put on the spa app on your phone, you know, spa music on Pandora, Spotify, YouTube, something. Um, and then Google play or whatever. And then yep. just zone out for 10 minutes or whatever, instead of listening to, I don't know, a podcast or a breakfast club or your favorite show on the radio or whatever it is, um, your favorite station, maybe t- tune to that for a couple minutes, something like that. I mean, you got to create the piece. Right. So it's hard. Right. It's hard, but you got to find yeah. a way. It, it, it really it really is hard. Um, I've 
I'm just learning those things. You know, um, I'm a mother of three mm -hmm. young children, a wife, and trying to start this, you know, a nonprofit organization. And, you know, it, it can mm -hmm. be very demanding. And then you're being pulled from all mm -hmm. these different areas. And I also work yeah, outside of the house. So, yeah, with all of that, I'm, I, I was about to lose my mind. I said, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have enough time in the day. And um, I had to reach out yeah. for some help. And the person, what they said was, you have to set boundaries mm -hmm. and schedules. So, and, you know, sometimes I would allow people to cross the boundaries and use too much of my time. Same, or just sometimes same, you have to cut same, things same, off same. pretty yep. much, you know, and, and, and it, the, the, I didn't realize I wasn't setting boundaries. It's so funny. And, and so that was the hard part for yeah, me that's was hard setting for me. boundaries. And like you yeah. said, yeah. And, and, and time management is, is very it challenging, but it can be done. Like what you said, you know, you have to do it. Yeah. You wake up early. You know, if you know your day needs to start at eight o'clock, mm -hmm. wake up at seven or whatever and get that hour of, you know, I need that Me time together. of getting yes. my mind I, right. I, I you know, this morning I was watching my little comedy <laughs> you show know? YouTube girl and was cracking up at six o'clock this morning, like had my little earphones in and, you know, went in, went in another right. room and let my husband and my daughter keep sleeping or whatever. And honey, I just like was cracking my little self up, looking, look, through, looking through my emails and, you know, do my mm -hmm. little personal stuff that I don't ever get to do for me. So yeah, when we, whatever that time is, and then the next right, morning I right. might be, you know, I don't know, I might be listening to a podcast, or I might be listening to gospel music, or I might be listening to nothing, and just get keeping my mind quiet. I mean, you know, just kind of change it up, right. but so create some sort of sanctuary, even if it's in the middle of chaos where you live, you know. Yes, I had to make mine, um, my travel time yep. between work and coming home, like because I I have that in between, it, just a little twenty minute travel time. It mm -hmm. makes a big difference. When you you have to get yourself, you know, it's like a re you realigning yeah. yourself. <laughs> so yeah. So can you do you think that that's the most challenging thing as an entrepreneur or and as a mom and a wife and as a woman or is it anything more challenging I for think, you than okay. than that? Entrepreneurs or just people. Uh-oh, we, we lost her. Yeah. Tracy. It looks like we lost her. Wait a minute. See if you can send another uh request. <laughs> it was getting good. I couldn't uh all right. I couldn't um Put you on mute. I had to put you under my bed. <laughs> well, I couldn't hear you. It was good. good. Bed work, and I couldn't move. <laughs> All right, let me see <laughs> if I can get her. Okay. I don't know what happened. All right. So yeah, like I was saying, I'm I'm just a giver. I'm literally a giver, giver, giver. So I will give everything off my back just to so that somebody else doesn't have to like, plus I'm an empath. So I like interpret other people's feelings before they feel them. So I'm like all meeting your needs before you even ask. Like I wear myself down with that type stuff. Um, 
Yeah. You sound like myself because that's like I, that was where I, I had to put the boundaries. Like I can feel, yeah, yeah. I, I take on yeah. everybody else's emotions and all that. And it can, if you don't, you know, shed it, weigh on you, it yes. can, you know, affect your home, bring it home, bring it into as women, mm-hmm. everything is connected, you know, and sometimes we have to shed it off before yep. it takes somebody and it because it else. will show up, and, and so that, to act like it won't is, is and, or to not deal with it and act like it won't show up is just ridiculous because it does, you know what I mean? Like, right, so unless you deal with right. it, you're gonna always run into because this may not be that situation. But that situation, it may not be that those specifics, you know, but it's going to be that situation again in life. So how will you deal with it? If you can't deal with this breakup, then how will you deal with the next four that are going to come? Because this is not the last one. You know what I mean? So you have to learn to deal with, okay, how do I bounce back and become resilient after breakup or whatever it is? Or how do I bounce back after I get fired from a job where I felt like I was wrongfully fired or like whatever it is? Like, how, how do I bounce back? Like, what's my right. bounce back game like? Because the truth is, I'm going to need one because I'm going to always have to be bouncing back. So I always I have to right. learn the skill, whether it be this job or whether it be the next one is going to happen, period. You know, and that's just that. So. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and uh, you also, we didn't even speak on this. Our motivational speaker. I was gonna say, is it? Um, I can tell. hear it in just the, you know, <laughs> I hear it in the interview. You're motivating us just through the interview. But um, one thing that I noticed in a few of your um, your podcasts or your posts that you emphasize not mm-hmm. to play the comparison game. Yep. And I love that. And so I want to know why is it so important for you to stress number one this because nobody's talking others. about it and everybody's what doing does it. it do? Okay. So everybody's comparing, but nobody's telling you to stop comparing. They're just telling you to unfollow that person. What the F does that do? Like that is to me, no offense. I I get upset at that because as a woman, I want women to learn how to deal with the fact that they have to look at people who don't look like them. I want them to have to look at things, a job that they may Mm. never have and know how to deal with that. I I want that. I want that skill for you. I want you to learn what it feels like to come in as number two and not always number one. And this is somebody who homecoming queen every year, prom queen, cheerleading captain, almost every club. I had seven superlatives like this is this is me like I went to a super small school but at the same time everyone rocked with me because I was friends with the drama geeks I was in the band I was I was with everybody I didn't have like this whole mantra about me right right so and also my parents did a really good job of teaching me and my sister how not to do that so they always had us do positive affirmations in the mirror um when I was in high school me and Ray couldn't borrow other people's Mm. clothes why because if it wasn't your sisters we wouldn't able to borrow and we were like ma that's the stupidest thing like that but what she was trying to teach us is not to want for what other people have and to want for what you have right here in your house and so Mm. we and that was Mm. deep you know Mm. what I'm saying and now I see how deep it is but to a 10th year old 10th grade you're like mom it's just a shirt oh my god like I'm gonna give it back to Elizabeth like whatever you know what I mean but it's like but like <laughs> but she was trying to teach us not to covet what other people had and I promise you to this day I don't covet not what what yes. no other person has I have worked with the most wealthy people I've worked with in the most wealthy stores I've worked with the most poor people I've worked with people in between I've worked with people who got it and they don't I work with people who actually do have it but they think they don't like I've worked with everything and I think the overarching theme is like unless you're happy right. inside it doesn't matter about any of that and I'm here to tell you and I know people say that all the time and I know it sounds annoying but when I tell you that the richest of my clients were the most unhappy and when I tell you that the poorest were most happy and then there were poor that were unhappy and rich that were happy just because they had money doesn't mean they were unhappy and just because they didn't have money doesn't mean that they were unha- whatever like 
I'm just saying like it was them. It was a conscious decision in right. them to be right. happy. And so when you do that and when you're able to honestly fully love yourself, like really look in the mirror and figure out what that thing is that you love can't find anything then you dm me or you call me and i will let you know like there is something there like i know that there's something there no for real you know what i mean i'm so serious about that it like, is and when i tell people that face yeah. to face they there it's funny it's how true. people can't take it they 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 do this little shy laugh or like girl you silly we don't, we're not even able to take compliments we don't even feel comfortable with with someone telling us like looking in Isn't our eyes crazy? and like literally no homo girl you're beautiful and shit like you're literally gorgeous like your legs are stunning like wow girl your arms like honey your fingers can you be a hand model or what like you know what I mean like whatever it is and I'm not saying it because <laughs> I'm trying to like, whoa. I'm saying it because I see that's what I see that's, I see beauty I don't I don't again be like right. I feel like having that upbringing I was I never I don't feel jealous of people so I, I give compliments freely I don't I don't feel like if I don't give a compliment that she's going to think I'm you know if, if I give a compliment she's going to think I'm trying to come on to her she's going to think I'm trying to steal something from her whatever that just wasn't the way I was brought up Funnily enough, when I moved here and I was right, that way, right. gave compliments freely, all that stuff, people would be looking at me in the grocery store like, you are really weird because that's not what, that's not what people are down with here. You know what I mean? <laughs> here people are getting what they need to get and they're out. Like they ain't worried about, it's hey, thank you for the parking spot. Thank you, girl. Oh my God. No, I'll hold it for you, girl. Come on. Yeah, I'll hold it. Yeah, come on. You know, that's the stuff I do, but that's the stuff most people don't, <laughs> don't do. You know what I mean? So it's just a level of like a level of gratitude and all yeah. of it, being able to look at like the sun and be thankful for a sunny day being able to look at the flowers being able to look at fresh fruits and veggies being able to because like I said my mom has been chronically sick for a long time and um so I've always been in this position of where I can see things I can see the little things and be grateful for it because I can see what she's going through and I can see how some people don't even get to go through it so when people talk about oh my god mm -hmm. like I wish this rain was stop my god my day's ruined yeah. I'm like girl you're living like when I tell you I would give for my mom to live forever I would give for people that are passed on to be living right now like and for you to fix your lips to say that just feels super mm -hmm. like I don't know you know what I mean it just feels weird to me um right right nothing they, they haven't been through nothing i guess you know you some, ain't been through nobody losing somebody or being close to losing right. somebody or losing something like your house anything so you people that have been homeless mm -hmm. before when they come into a new house you don't think they pay their rent on time they appreciate it because they know what it's like to be without it you know what i mean to have mm-hmm mm-hmm um well i was getting ready to, i wanted to piggyback off of something you said and my mind just went blank Oh, about the um, uh, oh, yeah. accepting compliments. That is some. It's 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 so crazy. But I even found myself. I, you know, I'm the best analyzer. Okay, mm -hmm. I analyze myself sometimes too much. But it's good to analyze yourself, right? Um, just not overly. And I noticed that when people give me a compliment, like, "Oh, mm -hmm. your hair looks good," mm -hmm. I'm like, "Oh, yep. girl, it's it's a little." Yeah, it's we always right do. I point out the negative. Why can't I just accept yeah. it? Come on. She yeah. sees the beauty. Accept the beauty. Why are you pointing out what's because you because person? that's like, the only thing you're focused on. And I've I hate to be so that. blunt about it, but that's really it. Because it's the right. same thing with if if I if I were to come from behind right. the wardrobe and I go into the the beauty chair and I you know and I say, Hey girl, oh my god, your hair, your skin. It's like I mean, you know, they do it, right? Like, oh my God, girl, I would kill to have them hips. And you're like, well, you can take them because I can't get yes. them more, you know? And it's like, you can't even, <laughs> you know, that's just the way it yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. And there it is. 
Yeah. So it's like we, we really have to start, you know, uh, redirecting our focus, like you said, you know, direct our focus towards. And the only way you can do that is to good. find something that Ponder you love on about yourself. Things. This is going to be the hardest work if you don't have if you don't. Oh, if you can't, okay. if you don't look in the mirror and say, wow, I love this one thing. I love these three things. Then this is going to be your hardest work. But once you this work everything will everything will be the best y'all right. you will thrive in your job you will thrive in your marriage on your, your relationship you will thrive in your parenthood you will thrive in your friendships you mm-hmm. will thrive in just like I said being happy enough to be in the grocery store and being like hey yeah girl oh my god yeah take this card girl bye you know like because it's it's a happiness in you that nobody can dim so it doesn't matter if people roll their eyes and they're like that girl's weird like I know mm-hmm. I'm not weird in in other places it's normal to care about people and to talk to people it's just here is not but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna stop being me because it's not the social norm right. here like you know what I mean exactly now I grew up here up in the north but my family is from the south so our upbringing mm-hmm. were southern like you know so I still have those southern uh hospitality also and I'm always trying to be mindful and you know of other people um yeah me and my husband are different in that you know I'm like why did you even with driving why would you stop here don't Don't you you're gonna block a person come on now like (laughs) but you're right like I'm the person that instead of beeping (laughs) because instead of beeping because I want you to because I'm selfish enough and I want you to go I'm beeping because you didn't even consider me okay (laughs) like you know like just right. consider the, consider the, the next y'all. person and, and, or like if you're at a stoplight <laughs> or whatever and then, you know a couple cars deep or whatever and you know you can move up you just don't want to move up because you don't want to be close to the other car in front of you but if you were to just be a normal person and get to the clo- close to the car in front of you that person like way back doesn't have to be suspended in the in the intersection and be almost like sideswiped you know what I mean right 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 it's it's horrible but anyway, in our podcast, Slightly Unfiltered, um, is featured on our website, heartsmended.com. Um, I don't know if you know about that. If you don't, yeah. go check out the website. It's beautiful. On there, we assist women through the healing process of the mind, body, and soul mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for those who dealt with trauma or abuse. Now, what do you think these women can yeah. receive by visiting your page? Yeah, awesome. So I'm a domestic anything. abuse yeah. survivor. I was when I was in high school. I was in a very okay. bad relationship that was very public in a small fishbowl, like I said, a real small school where he and I were super public. You know, mm-hmm. we were both in the public eye in ways. He was the captain of the basketball team, mm-hmm. captain Julian team type thing, and um, and he was um, he had anger issues. <laughs> you know, he had anger issues, and um, so when you're dealing with that mm-hmm. as an adolescent, and then you're dealing with that as your first like quote unquote like imitation and, and realization of love right um love. so it takes a lot to be able to work back from mm-hmm. that and to be able to find something that you love about yourself for mm-hmm. me this was a time when I was very I had a breast reduction in 2007 but I was very large chested at 5'2 I was almost like a G and like in high school so I was definitely trying to borrow Elizabeth's tank top mm-hmm. because I was trying to be cute like you know what I mean and like my parents, my parents would not <laughs> let me with that bitch. Right. They were like, no, that's it. Uh, I'm sorry that you have to be treated, you know, but it's people are going to sexualize you and it's not anything of your fault, but that's just the way it is. And so, no, you cannot wear like just a tank top and jeans to school. You know what I mean? Um, 
and that's just mm-hmm, that's, you know but mm-hmm. when you're in high school you really want to you want to be in the mix you want to like do those things so for me having all that happen at once and then like I said having the eyes of the whole 300 piece school and the 75 piece graduating class was like just very intense um and I think women mm-hmm. can receive from my page um a safe place and um they can receive from my page never mm-hmm. ever ever any judgment ever um, anyone can contact me, anyone can DM me, email me, mm-hmm. use the contact form on my website to just kick it, just talk. Um, if they need somebody to just listen to them cry, then I'm that too. If they need somebody to cry with them, I'm that too. If they need somebody to crack a little joke, I'm that too. You know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, whatever I'm just, I mm-hmm. love, I love women. I love people, but I love, I have a special love for women and a special love for young girls that just will never go away. Um, I've always coached cheerleading, but my specific yeah. age group has always been JV. I love the ninth and 10th graders. Um, I love when I can, yeah, I love to get them right out of middle okay. school, right before they get into high, like right when they're getting into high school. Yeah. They start to That's feel themselves perfect. a little bit. They body starting perfect. to change a little bit. The boys are really yep. starting to pay attention to the freshman girls. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's my opportunity to talk about how to love you, mm-hmm. how to respect yourself, how to, how to get you a little boo on the side, you know, none, you know, play a player, but, but really <laughs> you can be a player. You can be you respect yourself and anything you do is because you want to do it not because somebody made you do it so that's always just been my biggest thing with women with young girls mm-hmm. especially women who are um, domestically battered or women who are emotionally or financially not just one way abuse goes a lot of different ways and emotional and financial abuse cuts deeper than physical because like yes, the scars yes. that ricky put on me like those heal but like those little trigger flashbacks the little word them triggers them the, triggers the word you know so child, it's it, it, yes. another thing yeah yeah it'd be yeah, a whole yeah. you start believing yeah, the lies i'm sitting here yeah, at the 36 the lies. I'm, I'm always one, taken and, back to vivian i'm always taken back to that i'm always taken back to size 14 vivian in the mirror and now i'm a size mm-hmm. four you know what i mean I, i'm just always i'm there yep. i'm always there in my mind and always. i, I I keep telling people, you know, this is something that's going to always be an ongoing thing that you have to constantly mm-hmm. put that back in. You know, it, like if you you can overcome it, no, but don't think this that you're lifelong. good for life. Like this, this is, is something that is my to be a life changing. It's a life. You know what I'm saying? Life feels it because See? sometimes yeah. I have anger. You know what I mean? Or sometimes I have so much pressure built up on me that I end right. up taking out on him because I'm taking out the anger from keeping my mom, keeping Luna, keeping the house together, trying to keep him together, trying to be a newly married wife, trying to, da, 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 you know, and it like, you know, trying to provide Luna with the support she needs. But right. so she has her own specialist. My mom has her own specialist. She's trying to keep it all together. And that is just a, like you said, a lot of pressure. Um, and I know God doesn't give you anything can handle. Yeah. And I know that, um, I feel fortunate enough for every right. time that something's ever happened to my mom, I've always been the one to be there to help her, to, to help her either get the emergency or beat. So there's, there's a reason. And I know that, you know what I mean? But it's, um, it, that doesn't mean that it's not hard and that it doesn't right. mean that we don't deserve grace when we pop off on somebody that had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Or somebody that's just trying to help or for my husband, poor thing, right. he's trying to help, but he's not the fastest person. So, and I'm a very fast person. I'm like, okay, let's get it done right now. And he could be on his bed <laughs> looking at the phone and I'm like, sir, you don't see me sweating. Like, I don't understand why you feel that I can sweat and that you can lay down. Like, so that type of stuff <laughs> triggers me because I get triggered by lazy men. 
No, you know what I mean? But, Sorry, but I get triggered by lazy me. men. Like, I don't know what it is, but something triggers me about lazy I men. And so when I see that, when, I, when I'm sweating and I'm trying to <sighs> change my mom, change Luna, get the dinner started, blah, 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 and you over here chilling, watching Breakfast Club, we're going to have just problems. laying down. You're absolutely going to have problems. You know, and I'm not that person because I've never been in a fight. Yeah. I'm not confrontational, but that type of stuff builds up in me. And so that's the stuff where I, you have to give yourself grace and ask him or her, whoever you're with or whoever your friends are, not even a romantic relationship to please give you grace while you're working through how to handle your emotions and all that you've been through because that PTSD is mm-hmm. real man and it does not go away and even with therapy it and still doesn't go away it just teaches you how to deal it really, with it but the really issue doesn't is. go away yeah how to deal with it yeah you gotta constantly be putting it in check yes mm-hmm. all the time so communication is key that, yeah, to communicating with the people like, hey, around you so well, they hey, need, I need to be even, alone or, hey, I can yeah. do this by myself, but I'll yeah. let you know if I need something. Or, yeah. hey, exactly. like, give me space and I'll get back to you when I need something. Like, voice your needs, y'all. Voice your needs. Because I always joke with Dominic, like, if we ever separate, voice the one thing need. you can't say is that you didn't know why. <laughs> like, I told you what I need. I told you why I need it. You know? And so I, there's <laughs> exactly. no room when you can. And, of course, these conversations are hard, y'all. We're laughing and we're making jokes of it. But these are hard conversations. So I'm not saying walk up to your domestic abuser and be like hey like I'm leaving and thinking you're about to walk out the house clean smooth because you're not but it's just like but but getting in therapy getting a support group finding some girlfriends online in a Facebook group that's just a private confidential group that he or she won't know about whoever's putting their hands on you and getting with people that can help you you know when you're at work calling people in the state calling from your work phone where Mm -hmm. you don't have to call from your cell phone you know what I'm saying there's ways to do it y'all like but we gotta be strong enough to do it and we have to love ourselves because again honestly goes back to loving yourself enough not to play the comparison game not to think that you deserve it and to give yourself grace to heal through it that's it man that's really it Amen. Amen. That's it right there. That is it right there. So let us know how we can follow you and get all this good information. Yeah. Well, you, I thank y'all you know, so much for even offer. listening. I know we've been talking all the time and I appreciate you for being a listening ear because I definitely will ramble, but I'm so passionate <laughs> about, again, just people, period, people, 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 whether it's helping them look good, whether it's helping them feel good, whether it's lifting them up, whether it's just changing the game for them or making them feel like the special person that they are because everybody is special. And I'm not saying that I really, really mean that. If you want to know more, if you want to follow me, if you're trying to get with this train, mm-hmm. this little positive poly train, um, <laughs> it's at B-I-V-I-A-N-W-Y-N-T-E-R. So at Vivian Winter with a Y. And that's me. You can Google that and you'll see the floodgates open. You'll see your girl's been out here since 2008 on Google, okay? Um, <laughs> when like hey. Facebook with the college email address. <laughs> I'm only... <laughs> Okay, I okay. have mine <laughs> at ccp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so good talking to you, Vivian. You are a joy, and I just love listening to you. You have so much information to offer. Um, I want to piggyback that <clears throat> on your site. What's so good about it is that um, what you share, it covers mm. are the mind body and the soul and so that's why I really want our listeners to know who you are because um you you give a lot of insight on different yes um Man, things to what? eat you know we have to make sure our bodies yes. are healthy so our mind can work right um and and with your motivational speaking you help our you know our mind to to you know to mold it to look at the positive you know and and I just thank you for everything that you've given um, 
people. Yeah, and, um, you too, y'all. This I'm is just thankful for you, and I'm glad that I and met and came across it. You guys, that's the host of the show, the audience, like, let's not leave each other by the wayside, y'all. We need people. We need each other right now, and I don't care. You can be the introverted introvert of life, yes. and you're still going to get this hug, okay? So... <laughs> Okay. So you and you might even get a kiss on the cheek. You know what I mean? So go and check us out. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Mwah, mwah. Love, y'all. Spread, it, spread it so much that it comes back to you. Yes, spread it so yes. much that you start to see the world change. Because we can do this, but we have to change it. We can't wait on the government to change it. We can't wait on front our older family members to change, even though they're not going to. That's also something I struggle with. We have to change it, y'all. So let's do it right. from the inside out for real. Yeah. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, Vivian. And everybody, you now you know her, Vivian Winter. Go check her out. Let's get Until it. Until next time, let's get it. <laughs> Girl, be the impossible. And you cure leprosy. Right. And I'm standing in line, y'all, next to me. Look, and they gonna try to throw doubt in my way. But it'll be removed, y'all, the second I pray. By your stripes, by your stripes, we heal. By your stripes, by your stripes, we heal.